0: Welcome to Money for the Rest of Us. This is a personal finance show on money, how it works, how to invest it, and how to live without worrying about it. I'm your host, David Stein. Today is episode 387. It's titled, Does Any Money Last? In February 2022, I received an email from Ronald Angsi. He's the senior vice president of strategy for IntelliBridge, a publicly traded company. IntelliBridge was interested in sponsoring the Money for the Rest of Us podcast. Hangzi wrote, Our company offers 10% stable interest on cash deposits with a Visa MasterCard debit card to spend against it. Better than a bank savings account, right? We accomplish these interest rates by taking the funds and automating the process of plugging them into global decentralized money markets on the blockchain. We enable people to have these capabilities without any technical expertise required. I had never heard of this company, but I was intrigued. 10%? Stable interest? I told them I would pass. I wanted to spend more time understanding their savings product, which is called cash, K-A-S-H. I also replied, I love the innocuous sounding phrase, global decentralized money market accounts on the blockchain. That sounds safe, except for the blockchain part. In doing research on cash in IntelliBridge, I found an article from April 2022 in which Maria Eagleton, she's the COO and founder of IntelliBridge, she said in that interview, Cash is a MasterCard incubated, publicly traded company, the ticker is KASHF, offering 10% stable interest rate savings accounts. We care more about the customers than competitors. Our customers can trust us as we are thought leaders in the industry. Co-publishing reports with Ivy League institutions like Wharton's Innovation Institute. Notice all the phrases to build credibility. MasterCard incubated, publicly traded, thought leaders with other Ivy League institutions. Eagleton goes on. Cash combines the values of traditional banking plus the benefits of blockchain technologies. This enables us to offer a higher annual interest rate by disintermediating the cost structure of traditional banks. 10% on savings, which helps families, businesses, and nonprofits fight inflation with a living savings rate. Who wouldn't want a living savings rate? 10% by going around the supposedly bloated commercial banking industry. On May 7th, this year, the official Cash Twitter account tweeted, Hey, Kentucky Derby fans, have fun rooting for your horse. Just know that outside the Kentucky Derby, you can get guaranteed, they capitalize that, a guaranteed 10% on savings. We're a MasterCard-incubated public company, cash.io. On May 8th, Cash tweeted in a reply, In crisis, people flee to Cash. Cash as in C-A-S-H. The ability to earn 10% interest on cash deposits during these crisis moments is game-changing. Tell everyone that any individual, business, and non-profit account can escape today on Cash.io. Sounds pretty enticing, doesn't it? Flee to cash and earn 10% by plugging into the global decentralized money markets on the blockchain. What are money markets? Money markets are markets that consist of borrowing and lending in short-term debt. Typically, the debt has a maturity of less than 13 months. You're probably most familiar with money markets through investments in a money market mutual fund. Money market mutual funds accept deposits from individuals and invest that money in high-quality, ultra-short-term debt issued by governments and corporations. The average maturity of the debt for money market mutual funds is about 60 days. And the value doesn't fluctuate much. They seek to keep the net asset value at $1 per share. Similar to a bank checking account, money market fund customers can withdraw their money at any time, and many offer the ability to write checks against their account balances. A money market mutual fund is private money. It's an IOU from the money market mutual fund sponsor which means money market funds can experience runs where depositors demand all their money back. We looked at that in episode 333 of the podcast, how the COVID shock nearly destroyed the financial system. We described how the Federal Reserve backstopped money market mutual fund accounts in the US, retail money market mutual accounts, to stop a bank run. So when Cash is tweeting that we will help you invest in money markets, I think safety, cash-like investment. But you can't have your cake and eat it too. How can an app offer 10% on savings? Guaranteed, they say, according to their Twitter account. In addition, they were offering me, as a potential sponsor, 10% of the revenue that they were getting from customers. As I dug into this more... It turned out that deposits at Cash, the app, weren't invested in traditional money market accounts. How could they? They didn't pay anywhere near 10%. Instead, the funds were being deposited in Anchor, which is a protocol that's part of the Terra ecosystem. Terra has a stable coin called Terra USD. The ticker is UST. In fact, Terra has a number of stable coins in. Different currencies. But Cash, the app, was investing in the Terra USD stablecoin through Anchor. And Anchor was paying 20% interest, which means Cash was keeping half the money and then giving half to its depositors. On Terra's website, it says Terra is a public blockchain protocol deploying a suite of algorithmic decentralized stablecoins which underpin a thriving ecosystem that brings DeFi to the masses. Last fall, I was researching the Terra ecosystem, and I watched a video in which it said Anchor, this savings protocol, can be thought of as a bank on the blockchain. Terra attempted to keep a one-to-one peg to the U.S. dollar, the Terra USD. We looked at stablecoins a few months ago in episode 373, Are Stable Coins Safe?, We learned there are two types of stablecoins, true stablecoins and algorithmic stablecoins. True stablecoins are backed by collateral that is stored off-chain. That collateral consists of short-term government bonds, commercial paper, which is ultra-short-term commercial debt. In other words, true stablecoins are similar to money market mutual funds. The largest true stablecoin is Tether, USDT. Algorithmic stablecoins are different. They're completely on the blockchain and there is no collateral. The peg is maintained by individuals with financial incentives. Those individuals, those traders, are the ones that step in to support the peg. In episode 373, I said it doesn't always work. And at the end, we answered the question Are stablecoins safe? Sort of, I said. True stablecoins are generally safer. If we're judging safety by measuring volatility, true stablecoins have done a good job of keeping their peg, just like money market mutual funds have generally. Algorithmic stablecoins, I said, are less safe because if there aren't enough people participating, enough traders willing to support the stablecoin to maintain the peg, then the stablecoin could crash. With Terra USD, the way that it worked was when Terra USD ticker again is UST, when the peg slipped below a dollar, a trader could exchange UST for Luna. Luna is a separate coin, it's a sister token to Terra USD. So the peg slips, the trader steps in, hands off some UST, gets some Luna in return, and then that UST is destroyed or burnt, which reduces the supply of Terra USD increases the supply of newly minted Luna, and then that props up the peg. When UST is worth more than a dollar, then traders exchange Luna for UST, and then some of that Luna is destroyed, and then there's newly minted UST, which increases the supply, and then that brings down the peg. I purchased about $1,500 of Luna of the Luna-linked crypto token last September as part of my research on Terra. But that peg for... TerraUSD and the dollar was dependent on participants, traders willing to hold UST and Luna and exchange one for the other. And if that willingness to do so waned, if traders began to doubt the viability or the value of either token, then the system could crash in what is known as a death spiral. And that is exactly what happened with TerraUSD. It was worth a dollar on May 6th. Right around the time that Cash was tweeting, in a time of crisis, go to Cash, K A S H. On May 9th, the peg started to slip, and Terra USD was worth only 77 cents. At that time, Cash's Twitter account tweeted, To all users, given the historic nature of today's events with UST stablecoin, we are unsure of what the UST USD redemption rate will be. We're working with Prime Trust and Fireblocks to figure it out. In order to avoid inadvertent loss of funds, please hold your UST. Cash is telling its customers not to sell. Don't redeem your UST back into US dollars on the Cash App. That was on May 9th. By May 12th, TerraUSD was worth only 5 cents per dollar. A 95% loss. Back on May 9th, when... The peg had fallen to $0.70. Cash tweeted that it's a whole new ballgame, and there's no written contracts for how this will play out. We just want to watch out for your backs the best we can. This is true DeFi, good and bad. Story's not as strong. The commitment to this guaranteed 10% interest rate is starting to break. On May 12th, Cash tweeted, hello everyone, given the events of this past week, we recommend everyone avoid using the Cash DeFi platform. The Terra ecosystem has collapsed and we cannot advise it at this time. And then they included a video. In the comments of that tweet, Cash continued, it's a shame what happened to Terra. The short attackers hurt real people in real ways. We all feel distraught and devastated at Cash DeFi. The Terra ecosystem was amazing but just fell to a black swan event. We had a dream to change the world. It became a nightmare. Then they followed up. Finally, we recommend everyone start to follow the IntelliBridge Twitter thread for future updates. We will be migrating away from cash and moving to an exciting, bold new future. We love you and please take care of yourself. Life is a gift. That's ludicrous. Five days earlier, Cash is tweeting to us that we can get guaranteed 10% savings with Cash. And in a crisis, people flee to Cash. So we should flee to K-A-S-H and earn 10% and tell everyone, tell our friends, tell businesses, tell nonprofits. Now their entire platform fell to a black swan event and customers on their app lose essentially all their money. Before we continue, let me pause and share some words from this week's sponsors. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. I know in my profession, I've seen how important it is to get quality candidates to interview. And LinkedIn can help you with that. It's not just a job board. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash david. That's linkedin.com slash david to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. If you're looking for a central location to get the key information on the markets, the pulse of what's going on, I can't think of a better spot than Yahoo Finance. It was just there. Could see very quickly what happened today, how stocks, sank to end their worst month of 2024. I could see the actual market declines for the US, Europe, Asia, what interest rates did, commodities, currencies. I could see holdings of mine that I recently viewed and key headlines from leading financial publications all in one place, one screen at Yahoo Finance without any annoying pop-ups. Plus with Yahoo Finance, you can get a consolidated view of all your investments and retirement accounts, all in one place. The key to investing is access to quality information, and you can get that at Yahoo Finance. They've completely redesigned the website. It's comprehensive, it's high quality, and it can help you with your investing. So for comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. It's the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. That's yahoofinance.com. Black swans are extreme, rare, unpredictable events. This was certainly extreme, but it was also very predictable. Instability is built into the algorithm. It was a bank run, something that has occurred repeatedly with any private money system. Bank runs are why governments have to offer deposit insurance programs. Bank runs are why the Federal Reserve has to step in and backstop money market mutual funds, like they have done twice over a 12-year period. The reality is algorithmic stablecoins haven't worked. It's disingenuous to suggest the collapse of cash and Terra USD was due to short sellers, that it was a black swan event. In episode 373, I quoted Dr. Ryan Clements, who was writing for the Wake Forest Law Review, and he said, algorithmic stablecoins are an unregulated uncollateralized, there's nothing backing them, digital asset that operates in a perpetually vulnerable state. If something is perpetually vulnerable, it can crash. And Clements continues, and if demand to participate in the ecosystem falls below a threshold level, the entire system will fail. That is what happens and has happened to algorithmic stablecoins. In episode 373, I discussed... Another algorithmic stablecoin, Beanstalk, that stablecoin a few weeks ago also crashed, became worthless. In that case, a bad actor took advantage of the stablecoin governance mechanism to steal all the beans, the stablecoins, and other cryptocurrencies. I won't go into that more detail here, but I discussed it in great detail in Plus Episode 384. Now, Terra didn't go down without a fight. The Luna Foundation Guard, this is a reserve fund. That was set up to back the algorithmic stablecoin in case participants no longer wanted to step in and trade UST for Luna. Last week, that foundation had about three and a half billion dollars worth of Bitcoin. Today, it has less than 10 million, because it' spent over three billion dollars of Bitcoin trying to maintain the peg of Terra USD. But it wasn't enough. Earlier this week, Do Quan, who is Terra's founder, announced a new plan. They're going to essentially fork the software, break it off, take the existing code and start a new version that doesn't have an algorithmic stablecoin. They plan on distributing a billion tokens of a new version of Luna to existing Luna and Terra USD holders and developers. But the old Luna, which I held, it's worthless as is Terra USD, IntelliBridge is also coming back to the market and launching Cash 2.0 in June 2022, an updated version using Ethereum and Polygon. I have no idea how many customers lost their deposits with Cash, K-A-S-H. IntelliBridge stock has plummeted. It was $1.44 last July. This publicly traded company, MasterCard Incubated, Today, it's worth $0.08 cents per share, down from $0.29 cents per share last week. Now, in this debacle, even true stablecoins came under pressure, the stablecoins that are backed by collateral. Last week, Tether broke the buck and fell to $0.98, cents, just for a short time. The way that Tether works, though, is verified customers can redeem the Tether stablecoin for a dollar. So if it falls below a dollar, for one Tether, These verified customers can exchange the Tether for a dollar, and that's exactly what happened. Last week, in one 24-hour period, Tether honored over $300 million of redemption and was processing another $2 billion on Thursday. They said most of their collateral is in treasury bills, and they're reducing the amount of commercial paper. The controversy with Tether is, is the collateral there? The reality is Tether has never been audited. Last fall, Tether paid $41 million to the Commodities Futures Trading Commissions because they failed to complete routine professional audits, even though they said they did. Tether just issues attestation reports, verification from a three-person firm in the Cayman Islands. So we don't really know if the collateral is there backing this true stablecoin, the largest stablecoin in the world with over $70 billion outstanding. Let's then consider what we can learn from what is going on with these stablecoins and money in general. Here are some money principles that we should never forget. The first is most money is private. The money is an IOU from a private entity That could be a bank deposit. If you put money in a checking account, you have an IOU from the commercial bank. If you have money in a money market mutual fund, it's an IOU from a private entity. If you hold a stable coin, it's an IOU, if it's a true stable coin. The only somewhat public money is cash, currency, bills and coins. Most money, including most private money, is debt backed by debt. Bank deposits are backed by loans. Money market mutual funds are backed by collateral. Treasury bills, commercial paper. True stable coins are also backed by collateral. All private money, though, and this is point three, is subject to runs. People worry the collateral backing that private money is no good or isn't sufficient. So they demand their money back. And when there's a run, that potentially can cause the private money to collapse. Which is why the most secure private money is guaranteed by public money in order to prevent bank runs. That's why deposit insurance exists for commercial bank deposits or deposits in credit unions. That private money, which is backed by loans and other assets, is guaranteed by public money, by the government, in order to prevent bank runs. Prior to FDIC insurance and other deposit programs, bank runs were incredibly common. It's only because of the public guarantee of that private money that bank runs have subsided. The fifth point is the safest money has the lowest yields. If a mobile app is promising a 10% stable yield, guaranteed, that should raise some red flags. We should first make sure it's private money, because it probably is. Understand what collateral is backing it, if there is collateral, and who, if anyone, is providing the guarantee. Most of these new apps, there are many that are acting like banks. They use language like banks. They try to build their credibility because we're publicly traded. We're a thought leader. They say it's guaranteed when it's not. Be very careful when it comes to private money. Finally, money loses its value due to inflation, due to a lack of trust. If people don't want to hold it. But if people do want to hold it, just the continued creation of more and more money leads to inflation. Last week in our email newsletter, I announced a, a free inflation course that we're offering. It's an email course, goes over about five days. And if you want to learn more about inflation and protecting against inflation, sign up for this free email course at moneyfortherestofus.com inflation. We hold money because we want to spend it or we intend to spend it or we want the optionality of deploying it to a future investment. We want that flexibility. We don't hold money as an investment because money loses its value and is potentially subject to to runs. We invest in order to earn a rate of return greater than the rate of inflation over the long term. I got an email a few months ago from a listener, and I, I, I keep going back to it because it's, it's pretty fascinating. He said he would never keep anything in currencies, only enough to survive maybe six or 12 months of expenses. He owns gold, mostly bars that he can break off little one-gram pieces or silver. And the reason is his family lost everything during World War I and World War II. They moved to Brazil 70 to 80 years ago from Central Europe. In Brazil, they've seen seven different fiat currencies as hyperinflation ate in the value of that fiat currency. He said it took his family two generations to build up an asset of rental houses and land. In Brazil, all those people that kept their money in bank accounts, they lost everything due to inflation. His recommendation is gold, silver, ammunition, weapons, and water for each person in the household to harvest the land to own land, to own real things, something we've talked about. Money is used for transactions. Investments are used to maintain our wealth over time. And those investments can be paper investments, but should also be real things, gold, land, that hold their value in a period of high inflation. Again, you can learn more about inflation in our free inflation course at moneyfortherestofuscom inflation. Be very wary when it comes to stablecoins. I still own some stablecoins via BlockFi, but only enough that I'm willing to lose. Because what we have seen in this huge drawdown in cryptocurrency, I lost all my money in Luna, about 1500 bucks. I lost about $800 in Beanstalk. And again, these were small amounts that I was speculating with. But many of these other cryptocurrencies are down 75%. That's what a speculation is. There's no cash flow. It all depends on trust. And we're in a period where people just aren't trusting money as much. So make sure that the money you hold is backed by collateral and guaranteed by the government if you're going to hold money, but for most of your assets, hold investments, real things. That's episode 387. When we recently asked members of Money for the Response Plus what they found helpful about this service, their answers were illuminating. One member said, Plus Membership has made me think more deeply about where I put my money, what it is for, and how I spend it. Another said, put simply, Plus Membership gives me the confidence to make investments. Others have said Plus Membership introduced them to new asset classes, helped them to better understand return and risk drivers, and gave them peace of mind that their investment approach was the correct one for them. Money for the Us Plus is the premier investment education platform and community that has been operating for over seven years. Plus members get the tools and resources they need to manage their investment portfolios, backed by top-tier institutional research. At Money for the Rest of Us Plus, we help each other as we navigate uncertain markets. I even share my portfolio and trades. If you would like some additional guidance as you manage your investments, please consider becoming a member of Money for the Rest of Us Plus. You can learn more at MoneyForTheRestOfUs.com. Everything I've shared with you in this episode has been for general education. I've not considered your specific risk situation. I've not provided investment advice. This is simply general education on money, investing in the economy. Have a great week.